What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Rav Thinks. Um, so excited. It's episode number eight. And uh, I know we've been kind of off the podcast for a few weeks. I was traveling a little bit, but I'm back and, you know, ready to get back into routine. And today's episode, um, I was super, super excited about. It's been in the works for a while. Um, I'm joined today by my friend, Jake Joe Patti uh, from Photography by JB. Uh, and we just wanted to, we've kind of been talking back and forth over the last few months, I would say, um, in terms of just, you know, the mentality of like starting, starting something, starting your passion. Oftentimes we hear, um, you know, go for what you love and go for, go for what makes you tick. But like, how do you actually do that? Um, and I think Jake Joe is a prime example of, you know, what that kind of takes and the drive and the motivation you know, necessary for that. So I'm going to give him the floor. So hello and welcome. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, so like Ravina said, I'm Jake Joe. Um, I'm a photographer from Abbotsford. Um, I do wedding photography and then I also do some marketing for a few companies as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the main gist of what I'm about. Um, awesome. But yeah. Awesome. And you started about a year and a half, two years ago? About a year and a half. A year and a half, yeah. And it's so funny because, like, I'm from Abby and Jake is from Abby, and we've kind of been, like, in the vicinity of each other's circles, but we'd never actually started, like, talking and like actually you know delving into you know deeper discussion um up until recently and it's it's been pretty cool you know just trying to just going back and forth about like mindset mentality actually jake just the one that introduced me to andrew frisella's podcast so um it was yeah we were uh we were having a consultation for my engagement party and um it just ended up being like an hour-long conversation about mentality um so you're starting up this new you know you've started up the, your new photography company and i feel like all of our conversations kind of surround like how do, how do i be the best how do, how do i change the game how do i disrupt the industry so what do you feel like in your initial you know year and a half of doing this is the necessary mentality that you've seen through your challenges and ups and downs in this is a necessary mentality that you need to you know start something like first and foremost i would say um with photography for me was like just perfecting the craft mm -hmm. like your product has to be to like the highest of the highest standard like yeah. there's no compromise on the product itself yeah and then after that i would say just like you just have to have like a drive you have to go after it like yeah. as much as you can yeah. and like we hear all this cliche stuff online like oh you gotta grind you gotta hustle but like it's it's that and it's so so much more because mm -hmm. uh, it's like emotional it's physical yeah. it's everything so i would kind of say like the main bread like meat and potatoes of it would be like perfecting what for me would be photography for you would be baking or yeah. whatever else you're doing mm -hmm. and then after that um going in and just having like working on yourself to make yourself have like an amazing work ethic I right would say. right so i know you mentioned this in a previous conversation you you always haven't had that amazing work ethic and now you feel like you have right so how did you tap into that so like the bigger question would be like what what do you feel like is the main different mindset wise mind shift wise of you know your past you know jobs or roles to now being your own you know entrepreneur i would say the biggest thing for me was like it started off probably when I started photography, it was kind of more like a hobby, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't really taking it very seriously. And the rest of the stuff I was doing throughout my life, whether it was high school, whether it was university or was any other kind of thing I was doing, um, I never really um, took pride in winning. Mm. Um, and I started photography that same way as well. Yeah. 
And um, what the main thing was for me, it's like that podcast that I told you about, um, right. one of my really good friends, Harmon Parmar, he's yeah, a barber yeah. in Abbotsford as well. Um, he showed me the podcast and he kept pushing me to listen to it. Yeah. Um, and then I started listening to that. And then that kind of put me in a road to like personal development, I would yeah, say yeah, almost yeah. in a way. Yeah. And that kind of made me start looking into books and start looking into other entrepreneurs that were speaking out and were helping. Right. Um, so I would say that was probably like the biggest shift for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's awesome because like oftentimes, you know, just touching on it again, it's like you get you get all the stuff on like Instagram, Facebook, whatever. It's like, yeah, do what makes you happy and like, you know, follow your passion, whatever. But there's so much fear surrounding that. Like how do you even like take that first step, right? Like for me, like it kind of happened a little bit more slowly, like more organically, just, you know, being a kid and baking and everything like that. So it's like I feel like it just – kind of came to fruition for me but like I have so much respect for people that like you know just just literally wake up one day and like I'm gonna change my life I'm, I'm gonna do what I love and actually take that first step like it's there's so much fear surrounding that so how, how did you like kind of take that step honestly for me it was like it was a lot of hard looks in the mirror mm. uh, financially physically mm-hmm. mentally um, I was probably the most like unstable I'd ever been mm. right before I started photography wow. and I kind of needed something to like I knew I needed something new and like I was working sales jobs and I wasn't selling I was just coming to work I was just sitting there all day and going home um, getting yelled at by like my bosses like why aren't Mm. you doing anything so I knew like that wasn't the like end goal for me anyways and then I kind of saw a little bit of like it was the first time in my life where people were coming to me and being like I love your work I love I love when you do this for us I love when you take the pictures and you send it and like how you followed up and all these things so like I guess it was like that, it kind of built that confidence. Yeah. Like, okay, like people are actually enjoying this. Why not just go all the way into it? So totally. then that was probably just like that shifting stone for me. And that mm-hmm. kind of made me want to chase that feeling of like almost recognition in a way. Of course. But in a way, it was like the first time I'd ever felt like yeah. I was fulfilling something yeah, that I was yeah, meant yeah, to yeah, do yeah. in a way. Totally. Yeah. Dude, I feel the same way. Cause like, you know, for me, you know, starting off and everything, like, I, I, I felt unseen before and then once I started doing what made me happy and sharing that with people and getting validation from it as as like selfish or whatever as that sounds as like shallow as that sounds like that validation that recognition for your talent is like it's huge it can do so much for someone's self-esteem right and no that's incredible and and you also mentioned like just having that excellence factor to, to disrupt the industry. Like there's thousands of photographers out there, but you have made it clear, like I want to follow up in a way that sets my sets me apart from everyone else. I want to do this in a different way that sets me apart. Um, one thing, like I need to commend you for this on, on air because like I think the way that you treat your clients and like follow up and just the way you do that and like, I mean, you know how in Punjabi we say tarika? Yeah. Like, I don't know what, what <laughs> word to use. Way? I don't know. Way, yeah. doesn't, just, way doesn't define it. But tarika, um, like the way you follow up, whatever, it makes, the, it makes the client feel like the hero. And I think that is like the missing piece in so many businesses that, you know, the business themselves, they're like, oh, no, we're helping you. Or we're, we're the hero in this. But no, like I think what sets you apart up straight up is that you make your client feel like the hero like little little details like for our engagement pictures you gave me a copy of them on a usb with a polaroid picture Mm -hmm. made me feel like you know i made an amazing choice by choosing you it made me feel special um it like that 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 gesture in and of itself like it makes you stand out Mm -hmm. 
in my opinion. So I, I definitely need to commend you for that because like your drive of wanting to be excellent and wanting to push the envelope a little bit in terms of your service and just disrupt the industry in that way. Um, that's what stands out, right? So definitely kudos, man. Um, what was I going to say? Thank you, by the way. Like, I don't <laughs> want to just like just sit here and listen to all that and I'll take things back. But like, thank you. Honestly, no, I appreciate that. No, it's all good. That. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how like just you find that one thing that like you, you really want to excel at and it becomes your life. But then... It's funny because when uh, someone on the outside looks at you, they're like, you, they think you're crazy, yeah. right? The way that you hustle, the way that you grind, the way that you want this so bad that it becomes, it consumes your life and you become obsessed with it. And to others, it seems crazy. But I, I think that's like, dude, you got it. You hit jackpot. Mm -hmm. If you ever feel that way about something, because I mean, everyone says, you know, follow what you love you know, do what makes you happy. Yet when you do that and you become obsessed with your craft, you get shat on essentially. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh no, you need to, you need to chill. That's like, you know, you're, you need to have balance. I mean, you need to have balance. Like, I don't know how to word this eloquently, but it's just like, you do the thing, you find what you love, you obsess over it, you perfect it, you want to be excellent at it. Whereas society and other people are telling you, yeah, you should do what you love. And then, but when you're doing what you love, you, you get like kind of shot on for it because you feel like you're perpetuating this, you know, this weird, vicious cycle of hustling and grinding. I don't know. I, I feel that sometimes from, from my circle and from, you know, the people around me or my, even my family where mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I don't like, not necessarily that I don't care to, or like, I want to be working 24 hours a day. That's not it. But it's like, I enjoy, I, I genuinely enjoy what I do. So why wouldn't I do it? I feel like, especially when you're at the point where you are, um, there's, there's levels to the game, right? Like mm -hmm. with me, I'm like a single, like a single, essentially like I'm a single person business. Yeah. Um, with you, you have multiple people that you're working with as well. So like, mm -hmm. there's like, that balance that we always mm -hmm. try to talk about and like that th that conversation we keep moving away from yeah. just because society has told us that like it's not good to be working all the time and mm -hmm. honestly for mentally and of spiritually course, it's not. it's not good to be like, you know, that that's not kind of what I'm getting. I'm just like, you know, it's just, it's just uh, the obsession with your work is, mm -hmm. deemed, is deemed as psychotic or crazy. But the thing is like, if you want to be great at anything, 100%. like any person in the history, yeah. like I, I did, um, I did MMA for a long time, boxing, yeah, kickboxing, yeah. all that stuff. So all the greats that I used to look at in that, um, and whether you play soccer or basketball, you look at, there's people you look up to, 100%. Kobe, Kobe yeah. Yeah, huge. And like, you have to be obsessed. 100%. Any person that you see, any person you look at in your industry, whether yeah. you're working at a bank, whether you're running a business, whether you're a baker, yeah. like there's people in that industry that yeah. are making a killing. And yeah. the only reason they're making a killing is because they've dedicated their entire life to their craft yeah, they're obsessed they're yeah. focused right and maybe it's not good um and maybe but who's to say that yeah that's who's true. to say what it's good or not whatever yeah. right if if, so, if something genuinely makes someone happy for doing that if even if someone else deems them as obsessed or obsessive or compulsive or whatever then like that's just their own definition of it right yeah, but if course. you yourself are okay with that and are thriving in that then go for it and like one thing like I would even make clear for like people that are even thinking about okay I want to jump into mm -hmm. my passion full-time or my like this business that I want to start um, 
you'll love it and I love it, mm -hmm. but there's days where I hate it 100%. and there's days I want to walk in and just rip everyone's heads off. Yep. But like, that's, that's the balance, right? Yeah. Whether, but I'd rather want to hate my job and totally. do what I love For sure. rather than hate my job and be yeah. sitting at a nine to five all the time. Yep. You know what I mean? So uh, there's been times where my family's seen me like angry and like overwhelmed and yep. like anxious, like, cause I have so much work and they're like, why are you doing, why are you it doing this? Why, why like, are you putting this on yourself? Like, it's, it's, it's bigger picture though, yeah, right? There's like a balance yeah. for me as well. Like it's just, I'm, I'm very, very, very competitive mm -hmm. at the same time as well. So like I'm, good, I, can't, I can't quit. Yeah. I just, I, f I physically and mentally can't quit yeah. if I put so much into this now. Yeah. So it's like you tell them that kind of stuff and they don't really understand mm -hmm. and everyone does kind of look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. But it's just like, you have to be the only way that you can grow a business and especially with you like in the industry and like you have yeah. a lot of people that are watching you even your stories and your like the podcast itself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff like that um they have to kind of there's a reason why you're there in a yeah. way so yeah. it's all that sacrifice it's right. all that looking crazy it's all right. that extra work you put in so you it's like it. you have to do that yeah straight up man Eaten. any person that is something today or a, or a success or a legend in our eyes now there's definitely been people in in their lives that said don't do it mm -hmm. or you know but but the focus is so strong the why the vision is so strong that that shit doesn't matter at mm -hmm. all right like you just want to get to your end goal for your sake <clears throat> not for anyone else's sake um is that that reminds me of a time where like i was at dinner um sorry i moved the mic here um i was at dinner with a bunch of uh, my baker friends and i had said oh yeah my biggest dream is like to open up a bakery right and i was what 21 at the time 2021 um and every single person in that booth said that's a shitty idea don't do it. It's a waste of money. Go to school, get your degree, work in the field, and just keep this as a hobby. Make your kids cakes, whatever, right? And I just sat there. I'm like, dude, we're all claiming to love the same thing. But how, how can you not be as obsessed as me if you truly, truly love it, right? If you think that this is only worth a hobby, are you really like serious about it? And th that kind of began like my questioning of, you know, what it is to actually be super great at something mm -hmm. and what it takes to be great at something, right? It doesn't take me to be labeled a freak as obsessive as whatever. Sure, it may. That's, that's fine by me, right? Like, at least I'm doing what fulfills me. Um, so I, I've, I've struggled with that in terms of, like, you know, people, how people consider me or people tend to, you know, people in my family have said I'm selfish because, you know, I only go for what I want to go for, my goals and whatever. I, I sacrifice other things because that's not my priority. My priority is my business because it makes me happy. So it's, it's a fine line, definitely. And, and like I have, I've had times like very recently where like mm -hmm. um, I have a very close group of friends mm -hmm. um, and it's like six, seven of us and yeah. we've been together for like 10 plus years. Yeah. And like even they were like to me like, bro, like you're not, you're not chilling with us yeah. and like it kind of hurts in a way because it's like 100%. yo i'm trying to because you're trying to balance a business and then yeah. you're trying to balance um personal relationships you're trying to balance your family yeah. relationships you're trying to balance your friends right so it's like people do suffer but then and in the long run it's like i want to grind my ass off yeah. for the next few years yeah so then like for example like a big thing for me right now that i've been like what used to be like kind of like a dream mm -hmm. which is coming more like to it's life. not m more to life in a way but it's yeah. just making more sense now yeah. of how i'm gonna get there is like i want to build my parents a house awesome. so it's like i can't as much as i want to hang out with you guys and yeah. as much as i want to hang out with my family and i'm missing things and like yeah. even in the summer like i'm literally we're working every like every yeah. day right yeah, like totally. the summer is like crazy crazy so it's like you're wasting 
you're spending that time away from everyone and you're sacrificing it, but it's yeah. like in five, six, seven years, like hopefully if everything goes to plan, if everything totally. works, because you never know in the space that we're in, For sure. um, then your hands will loosen up a little bit, then you'll get more time, right? 100%. It's rather than just yeah. running that rat race for the rest of your life. It's like taking that risk of sacrifice to enjoy the war- rewards later. 100%. I totally understand that because yeah. that's kind of the same bowl I was in too, right? Um, yeah, it, it's interesting because, yeah, you do get hurt when, you know, people, your friends that have been around for, you know, a decade have said, oh, dude, you've changed or whatever, right? But it's just like, then it comes to the question is like, do you really want to be surrounding yourself with people like that? And that's, it's a tricky, tricky thing, right? Because I always talk about, you know, be the, being the dumbest person in the room amongst your group of friends. Are you the dumbest person in the room or do you even want to be the dumbest person in the room? Of course, there's balance, right? There's rooms that where you are going to be the dumbest person and there's rooms that you're going to be the smartest person, right? And, but it's just like, what, what do you want to actually surround your or uh, influence your mentality with right the one, it's tricky sorry i cut mm-hmm. you off there no, but like the one thing that i've really been looking into and like mm-hmm. um i've been like seeing a lot in my life as well is like um we see online where people say like oh if someone's toxic just cut them out mm-hmm. or if someone tell it, it's pretty much in a way it's like told to us that if someone disagrees with what yeah. you're doing just cut them out yeah but like i feel like it's on that like it's on you as a person yeah um i have relationships um with my let's say my friends or my family um where i'm not going to sit there and just talk about business the whole time totally i have to be the one to tailor that conversation because like if if someone's not interested in business i can't be that's not their fault i can't be pushing it on them and then getting mad that okay they're not talking like how i'm talking so like for me it's like and and my boys like that i have in my crew they're all they're all hustlers as well like they're all doing their thing um and like, like one of them's fighting professionally. Yeah. Um, one of them is uh, they have a photo booth company that nice. they're in the wedding industry as well. Harmon, awesome. you yeah, probably heard yeah, about yeah, him a little bit. Harmon has like a hundred things going on. That's crazy. And like, um, and a few of the other guys have their yeah. stuff and their trades and things. So everyone's grinding. So yeah, I I've had friends where I'd ha- I had to kind of, set, like cut ties a little yeah. bit or, or move like, away just or move not away or not yeah. hang out with them all the time. Yeah. And that's like that's something you got to sit down and get to a point self awareness wise where you know which what it's not even about what's benefiting you. It's yeah. like what's what's getting, influencing yeah you. what's influencing yeah, you in yeah, a way. yeah 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 um, totally so like and with family as well like family take your time with your family yeah like if you're running a business and it's mm-hmm. hard and exactly how you're doing it as well take mm-hmm. your time with your family to use that time to unwind yeah rather than like i i work 12 hours and i come home mm-hmm. and then my family's there and i'm trying to talk to them about my business stuff and totally. they're not interested and then For i get sure. angry like that's on me as a person totally right? so Agreed. you gotta you gotta at the same time as like entrepreneurship is about business Mm -hmm. the biggest thing it's about is like becoming self-aware yes is understanding and like settling in and like knowing how you want things to go instead of just being like this crazy person for sure i was like that for so many years where it's like if i was angry i was angry if i was sad i was sad if i was happy it's having control yeah at the end of the day right it starts with that mind and then it goes for everything else and I totally 100% believe that to be on this entrepreneurial journey for anyone, you need to be your own best friend. Mm-hmm. You need to be comfortable with that because there will be times that you are going to be alone, right? And whether that's in sacrifice of, you know, not showing up to events or whatever like that, it's just being so self-aware and being like, no, I am I'm staying true to who I am and I'm staying true to my vision and my purpose and my goal. Like your goal of building your, your parents a house, that's so commendable. That's amazing, right? But it's like you're staying true to that even if opposition comes your way, even if that opposition is from your family, mm-hmm. right? Because you're still staying true to that goal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a wild ride, that's for sure. And it's like so many ups and downs and you never... 
obviously this life is so glorified online. It's like be your own boss and make your own hours. Like your hours are 24 seven. So even with that, that's probably one of the biggest things that I've kind of struggled with. Um, moving from even being like a university student or moving from working like a regular job, mm-hmm. um, figuring out that like to when the business got to like the point that it is now, which is not like a massive, massive business because nowhere near where I want to be, but just realizing that like there's no stopping and just kind of coming ter- to terms with the fact that like um, even when you're done working, even when I'm done editing or shooting or I'm done talking to clients, like mm-hmm. that there's always more. There's always more. And yeah. it just never, it's like kind of like a never ending thing. And like sometimes I, I sit there and I'm like, I, I kind of like, why did I start this? Because mm. it's like this game's never going to end until no. the day that I die. Yeah, but exactly. it's like, I kind of love it at the same time because there's unlimited yeah. room yeah. to grow. And it's all based on you and how much you put in, right? Like, some people, like I talk to business owners all the time and some people are okay just like being at their current cap of revenue or current cap of how many orders or sales or whatever they get or how many clients they have. But some other, and they're totally fine with that. And that's totally okay. That's their vision. That's their goal. They reached it. That's amazing. And there's other business owners or entrepreneurs that are like, no, there's always so much more. You can always do more, right? And they have a bigger vision that's like, it's almost like an unattainable goal. It's a forever, never-ending, unattainable goal, but they love it and they strive off that, right? So it's just like, it's like, where do you fit in? Where, where do you want to be? Where, how do you know, like, to, let's say your goal is to make $10 million. Tomorrow, if you make $10 million, will you stop? I feel like success um, altogether, actually, mm-hmm. is like, a, it's like a, a goal, but it's kind of running away all the time. Yeah. If you want to be a successful person, mm-hmm. there's never a cap. No. Because, like, you hit... A million you hit two million you hit 10 million mm-hmm. um or whatever your goal is yeah um even if that's a hundred thousand or fifty thousand it's like if you hit it in three years of working or five years of working you can't just live the rest of your life yeah. discontent because you've lived you know with that mentality for you know however many years it took you to get there, there there's no way that it could just leave you like that it's it's kind of cool like there's actually a kobe uh uh-huh. quote that i especially with his passing and stuff yeah. that i've been seeing so much of his older stuff coming yeah. up and um they were like oh like you guys i think it was in between rounds mm-hmm. um when they were going to the finals i believe yeah. and uh i think it was chris rock or someone mm-hmm. that was interviewing him and he's like oh you have four or five days in between like uh each like yeah. series what are you going to do during that time are you going to rest yeah. and he's like why would i get yeah. to the top of mount everest and yeah. then sleep for seven days yeah and like that's how I kind of feel like if I my goal is a million and I hit a million why did I make it to the top of the mountain now I'm just yeah. gonna go to sleep and just exactly. live my life like why wouldn't you just keep climbing climbing exactly. climbing exactly and I guess that's what kind of pulls you apart from like mm-hmm. uh like a business owner and like someone that's like a visionary almost. yes agreed agreed it's yeah and it's um it's interesting to see that kind of dichotomy almost I don't even want to say dichotomy dichotomy but just like two different ways of thinking about business mm-hmm. um you know some people build businesses to sell and some people build businesses to leave a legacy mm-hmm. so it's like where do you fit in and it's that's a conversation there's no right or wrong answer that's just a conversation you need to have with yourself and it <laughs> again points to the fact that you know self-awareness is everything yeah. especially in entrepreneurship i think entrepreneurship is just like a breeding ground for personal development just mm-hmm. like you said um so yeah it's it's crazy it's just like it always just blows my mind how much there is out there um, and how you always want to do more. But yeah. And it's crazy how like all this stuff kind of like works together, even Mm -hmm. though you're running completely different businesses. Mm -hmm. Like I have people that I know that are 
um, like running, like I have a friend that runs like a event company with tents and stuff. And right. I have a friend that um, I was talking to the last weekend. He does landscaping mm -hmm. and like, but the conversations are the same. Yes, and exactly. It's like, whether it's like I'm talking to like Asid uh, when he's talking about decibel stuff yeah. or I'm talking to Raj with luck stuff mm -hmm. or like even with you, mm -hmm. um, it, the conversations are the same. It's the same. And it's like the revenue for the companies are so different. Yeah. Especially like when I'm like, like a small person in this, like looking up at you guys that have been in the industry for years, mm -hmm. but the conversations are the exact same about yeah. the work about like the hustle about the exactly. perfecting your craft like all the things that you're talking about it's like i feel like it's especially with social media mm -hmm. it's turned into this huge like success has turned into this amazing equation mm. where it's like so confusing and you can't tell like what how to actually get there but it's yeah. actually a very very easy road yeah like it's, it's just mentality it's, it's mindset just, yeah like don't give up and yeah. like the thing is if i'm a photographer when i started off mm -hmm. um there were certain people that like other family members or like friends would ask me, hey, like, did you see their work? They're mm -hmm. also starting up photography. And like the year and year goes by and like the competition continues to change because it's like yeah. a lot of the people just quit they because quit. like fa like things get in the way. Yeah. Like relationships come in the way. Family comes Negativity, in the way. Negativity, negative feedback, yeah. you know, pushback. And some people are just like mentally not there. If I tell you, OK, your work's terrible, like four or five times, you'll just yeah. feel like, OK, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So it's like. I feel like you, that's the way to just continue to grow in it 100%. in a way. Yeah. No, I love that. I think then, yeah, that kind of just goes back to that initial questions. Like, what do you think is like the prerequisite of like, you know, starting something like this? It, it doesn't matter your talent at the end of the day. Like, to, sure, talent is important, but it's not everything. Your mindset is everything, mm -hmm. right? And it's about, I'm actually reading a book right now. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Um, and it is, I'm just starting it, but it's just like, having one once again like that clear focus and thinking that you are capable of something and thinking and knowing and believing that you have the potential and the ability to do it it's just about how you're going to do it right so it's just taking that first step like um i actually just had a conversation with a, a colleague of mine yesterday and she was saying like she's like um one thing that she's really working on for herself is getting out of that state of perfection all the time and just going for it and just doing it. And that's essentially what all of this is, right? It's risk-taking. It's just taking that first step. Like if, if a journey is going to take you a thousand steps, when are you going to take that first step? Or are you going to worry about what shoe you're going to wear while you take that step? Are you going to worry about how long it's going to take? Are you going to worry about, you know, how much water you drank that day? Like, no, you're just going to take that step, right? And I think it's just like... Uh, I, at one end of the spectrum, details matter, but at another end of the spectrum, the big picture is just, you just need to go for it. You just need to start. And like one thing I'll add to that, which is like, um, like just something practical that everyone can take away. Yeah. Um, if you start something, and like you were saying, like there, if you start something and you can't take too much time waiting around and like figuring out how the perfect way to start is, yeah. but even once you start, it takes forever. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, it's going to take a really, really long time. So, like, yeah. one thing that I learned from Andy's podcast, yeah. um, like, the MF CEO project, mm -hmm. if, and no one's listened to it yet, you should totally listen, listen to it. Listen to it. Yeah, it's really good. Now it's called the Real AF Podcast, yeah. just letting you know. <laughs> uh, the one thing that he talked about a lot that I, I kind of try to use as much as I can in my life is mm -hmm. aggressive patience. Yes. So, like... Um, even when I talk to other photographers, they'll tell me like, don't worry, like it's going to happen. Just be patient. Mm -hmm. But like in the same way, what I always say is like, I am being patient for sure. And I know it's going to take a, 
I know it's going to take a really long time, yeah. but I'm doing everything I can in the meantime to make it happen. Exactly. So I'm not, like, people usually take patience as, like, another word for leisure. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's not at all. Like, no, it's I not. I would say patience is just the amount of time it's going to take, but at the same time, being aggressive and doing yeah. every single thing you can in the meantime, yeah. that's what really is going to set you apart. Yeah, make shit happen for yourself, 100%. One question I really wanted to ask you was, what do you feel like it has been the m- biggest challenge or biggest setback, biggest mistake, whatever, um, for you thus far in your entrepreneurial journey? And like, where do you stand with that? Um, the biggest challenge, I would say, like, honestly, I probably have setbacks every single day, mm-hmm. whether it's like, um, like a certain, like if I'm talking to a client and it doesn't go through or like, if something gets messed up when I'm working or like this, the setbacks that everyone has uh, challenge wise was probably just literally deconstructing everything about myself and mm. rebuilding it in a way um, mm. that it can fit my vision. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if anyone asks me now, um, like what made you kind of speak this way now or like change the way that you're thinking, because yeah. it's not like a huge, huge change, but there's mm-hmm. little things that I didn't used to say before. Of course. It's that like my vision that I have for myself mm-hmm. and for my family um, is so big that the old me would not be able to mm. like handle it. So you I wouldn't feel like be able you to had to change. So I, yeah, to so fit your vision. The biggest challenge for me has been just on a day to day, when no one's watching, when I'm by myself, mm-hmm. um, when I can sleep for an extra hour, or when I can like stay up or not stay up, or if I can go out with uh, like friends or family. It's like pushing myself during those times. Mm. And then also, I would say like the thing that we were talking about before, like the hardworking mm. part. Yeah. Um, I was I like. I was never a hardworking person. I, mm-hmm. I love that trait in people. And yeah. like, that's what helps so much when you're doing things like this. But like mm-hmm. trying to become that has been very, very challenging for mm-hmm. me. Um, I would say that's probably like the hardest. If, other than any work that I've done yeah. or any situation I've been in that's like super, super high stress. Yeah. Um, because especially with the wedding stuff, it's like very, very high stress. Yeah. Um, the hardest part has still been just me and my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like that's going to be for anyone that's starting anything. That's probably going to be the hardest challenge is yeah. breaking out of those old habits. Right. Um, yeah. Like that. that's probably what I'd say. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, that was kind of going to be like my final question to you is like, what advice would you give someone that, you know, wants to start something, wants to, you know, start their own journey in business or in career change or school, or whatever, right? Like what would your advice be? Um, my first thing would be find something that you like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be something that you're crazy passionate about. I never even knew I wanted to be a photographer or I liked photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, just find something that you like and start playing around with it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't figure it out the first time, just play around with as many things as you can mm-hmm. um, while you're doing it on the side. Right. Um, and then once you find that one thing, just perfect it in every single way that you can. Yeah. Break it down, find out all the little, little pieces that you can add. For me, it was like, how to use the camera, how to use lighting, how to pose people, how to cont- like how to position people when I need them, how to connect with people. Mm-hmm. So it's like all those little pieces I built um, and I'm trying to build every day because I can't mm-hmm. say I've built it, it's just building. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I would say find someone or find a few people around you that are doing very good, yeah. that are in places that you want to be, whether that's financially, whether that's mentally, mm-hmm. whatever it is find those people and try to bring them as close as you can to you. And those yeah. people are going to be really busy. Yeah. Like, I don't talk to Ravina every day. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to Ravina even once a week <laughs> or once a month. It's just yeah. find those people that you can just run into and have those conversations that when yeah. you leave, they kind of recharge you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, th- like I was saying, those people aren't going to be around. So look for books. Read every single book you can. Like, right. I would say go into marketing books, go into leadership books, go into sales books. 
going to books about just personal development, listen to podcasts as right. much as you can, just add those things into your life. And then a biggest thing for me, I would say is like, mm-hmm. that helps me for like keeping myself mentally tough is like fitness. Yeah. Like we were just talking about that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, find a fitness uh, like routine that works for you, mm-hmm. but you should be physically and mentally pushing yourself to limits that you're not comfortable with. Yeah. Cause that's gonna, if you can go into the gym and do a hard workout, or if I can go to the gym and do squats and do leg day, replying to those 30 emails is not going to be that bad. No, exactly. Or editing those 100 photos aren't going to yeah. be that bad or making that extra cake. You yeah. know what I mean? There, there's a connection between, you know, physical toughness and mental toughness, 100%, because it requires a certain mentality to go push your, push your body through something like that too, right? Um, and just to touch on, like, the book thing, I am not someone that has hours and hours to read a book. So I listen to books. I, you know, have the Audible app on my phone. And instead of buying, you know, an expensive Starbucks coffee, I buy a book and I read it or I listen to it. Um, And in that way, and I only started implementing this in like the last like, what, three, four months. But in that way, like I have, I feel like I've just like tapped into so much more knowledge and I'm able to... On, on a surface level, I'm able to have these kind of conversations with people that I feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room with people that are making multi-million, billion dollars a year in their businesses or people that I want, I look up to. I'm able to have these crazy conversations with them because I have this knowledge behind me. But also, it, again, like what you said, when you, when you talk to someone that's kind of in that same kind of mental realm as you, it recharges you or mental realm that you want to be in, <clears throat> it does recharge you. So like, I find like with books it does the same thing right mm-hmm. so and listening to them helps me but of course if, you, if you're a reader go for it read it and that's awesome too um like one thing i would touch on that is like even with the reading part of it mm-hmm. um try to make it a system where you can track it yeah. for me it's like um one thing that I, I learned from the podcast again mm-hmm. was like uh 10 pages, 10 pages so yeah. like i've been doing 10 pages because then i can track if i actually did it or not yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, just yeah, opening yeah. the book one day True. Because it's so easy to just open a book and then read a page and a half and then I get distracted and then I'd be like, oh, I'm done my reading for the day. Totally. So make it something that you can constantly track and look over. Yeah. Um, And then you'll see like at the starting, like for me, I I never read a book. Mm -hmm. Like I'm the type of guy that failed every class in Mm -hmm. high school. You know what I mean? So I didn't read no books. I didn't try to read no books. I don't even the books that they told us to read in the classes. I, spark notes. <laughs> I, I'm not even spark notes. I would just walk in and oh, just shit. throw down some random stuff on the paper, oh, wow. give it in. Um, so it's, it's been very, very hard. So like wow. if you are someone that enjoys it already, yeah. it's going to be a lot easier for you to implement. But like, trust me, for me, it's like, it takes me a really long time to read those 10 pages really? and understand them. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. it's going to be a struggle. Just like if you're wow. out of shape yeah. and you have to get in shape, that first little bit's hard. hard it's the yeah. same thing mentally. Like totally. it took me forever. Wow, that just makes me want to read books now. <laughs> Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, that. that's probably what I'd say is, like, the biggest thing yeah, for me yeah, yeah. that, like, I had to work through to even get to that point where I can read those mm-hmm. 10 pages. Totally. Mm-hmm. And set up your environment for success, man. Like, I mean, I used to be huge on um, listening to, like, crime podcasts and, like, ghost podcasts and stuff <laughs> like that, as crazy as it is. But it's, like, I found myself thinking in, like, such a twisted, messed up way that was, like, literally clouding my entrepreneurial side right mm-hmm. and I was like how how can that be but no it is what you feed your hard drive at the end of the day that's mm-hmm. the information I was putting into my brain two hours a day because mm-hmm. on my commute I would listen to that I switched that up to be you know a personal development podcast and like I saw so many changes within myself like almost like within a week 
So, and even with the shows you watch, things like that, or cut out TV. Like, I don't watch TV at all. I don't, I refuse. I refuse to. I think it's such a waste of time. Um, You know, make your environment. I I know that's not feasible or that's drastic for some people, but like, just make your environment suited to what you want your success to look like or want your vision to look like. I feel like what a lot of people do, even with like the TV part of it, is, and this is kind of like a little bit off topic, but mm-hmm. sort of, um, it's like a lot of us are not happy with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, a lot of us are not like proud um, of what we're doing and we're just doing enough that our fans and family don't be like to us, like what the hell's going on with yeah. your life, right? Yeah. Um, so we use like shows, um, we use like even like for example like the crime podcast yeah. things like that to keep us escape. keep us busy and then make us feel like we accomplished something mm-hmm. um and that's why i feel so shitty when like a show ends because mm. you're like what do i do with my life now but exactly. it shouldn't you shouldn't be so invested in entertaining crazy point yeah. yeah you shouldn't be so invested in like entertainment to mm-hmm. the fact that like it gives it's you consuming like consuming your life it's consuming your life yeah. in a way um and i've been like that like i'm guilty that i have shows that i watch like i was binge, binge watching yeah. yeah i was binge watching the office and like totally. i watched like four episodes a day <laughs> and like it but if you really look at like how much time you're spending just to give mm-hmm. yourself that little bit of like escape from your real life to yeah. go into like the screen whether it's yeah. like a netflix show or it's a movie or whatever or tiktok that's yeah. that's me right now yeah. <laughs> instagram is a huge instagram huge. tiktok huge oh thing God, like that too yeah. it's just a distraction so like yeah. if you even like enjoy your time on those things and mm-hmm. unwind on them but like if you pull out half an hour and i put it towards reading i put it towards listening to like uh, a self-development podcast mm-hmm. or even like something on youtube that's yeah. like can help me like for me it's like I'll watch some videos of how to Photoshop stuff. Mm-hmm. And like exactly. that helps my business. You yeah. can watch videos of like how of to make, make yeah. a different cake. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to just be like this hardcore personal development stuff. It could be things that Interest will perfect you. your craft yeah. that wraps all the way back around in business. Totally. Totally. Like for you, like I feel like what, like I watch these videos, like cool photography tricks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I watch those all the time on YouTube. It's like, yeah, just like, figure out a way to like make your environment fit your vision and again i i can recognize how to someone else is like oh my god that's no fun like what do you do for fun mm-hmm. it feels like dude when you love something this much it is fun like 100%. you want to level up because it feels it's exhilarating better than anything ever in the world um so like for you know people that align to this kind of mindset like it's this just makes sense mm-hmm. you know Hundred percent. Yeah. And like, it, your whole life doesn't have to just be no. work. Mm-hmm. Like, you can add things that you love doing. Like, I love boxing, mm-hmm. and like, even if that means like I have a bag in my garage and I go hit that, mm-hmm. or like I like playing basketball. And like, even before this, like, mm-hmm. I my cardio for the day was just playing ball with like like eight of my friends. Right. So like, I can still put that in. It it doesn't yeah. have to be like a seven hour thing. It's no. just an hour. I get to refresh. I get to have my fun. But totally. then. I'm going to leave here and I'm still going to go work on my stuff before exactly. I go to sleep. So exactly. it's just, that's that balance thing. Yeah. You can't have the balance just take over your entire life. Like no. work is just as important as like the fun part, 100%. if not more at this age. Yeah, so. totally. Totally. But yeah, man. How do you feel about our conversation? I feel good. I think, <laughs> I think we hit some points. That I guess it's up to everyone that's listening. Like yeah. I, I hope that I brought you guys something. For um, sure, man. I think it's so important like to hear about you know the journey and how to start out and stuff like that and it's so like 
it's so mysterious, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we only get to hear the good parts of things. Like people don't realize, you know, the risk or people don't realize, you know, um, what it's actually like to be your own boss. And I think that's the hard, hard part. People often get into business ideas or ventures and, you know, lose a bunch of money. And that's so tough and it, it destroys families, right? Um, people don't hear about that. And, you know, it's, it, I think we have a responsibility as entrepreneurs or as people in the community, as just a human, just to share that, to be vulnerable about those things. Because if we don't talk about it, then who's going to be okay talking about it and who is going to be accepted for talking about it. Mm -hmm. If I was ridiculed for like one, one time I talked about losing a bunch of money in my business mm -hmm. and I had people be like, Oh my God, how, how could you share that? Like, that's so like, you know, like, Whoa, I was like, why not? I should be able to share that, right? If, if if I'm able to share that, who knows? Someone may have, if one person listened to that, we're like, okay, I just lost money too and it's not just me or whatever, I would feel so much better. If, if for me especially, like if I heard someone else say that, someone that, you know, I looked up to say that and say, hey, like I had these struggles, it would make me feel so much better about like the struggles that you're going through because again, you see, you see the good parts, right? And it's, uh, it's, I feel like it's our responsibility to also say, you know, they're not so good parts and some days you're going to hate it. Some days you're going to love it. Some days you're going to want, you never started this. So it's, it's up to us to, to open that conversation. Yeah. And like, especially in our, um, like, especially with brown people as mm -hmm. well, um, mm -hmm. because I know a lot of, like, a lot of my clients yeah. are brown, a lot yeah. of your clients are as well, just because mm -hmm. the industry that we're in. Yeah. Um, like, younger people, it, it's something that maybe in the future I want to kind of, like, look into, but, like, mm -hmm. if someone would have came to me and explained a lot of things that I'm learning now mm -hmm. when I was 18, 19 years old, yeah. or even when I was 16, 17, because yeah. um, we have this huge stigma around us, especially brown guys, like, mm -hmm. that we're rowdy and we're this and we're that, mm -hmm. but, like, a lot of the time it's because we're not taught anything else yeah you know what i mean so yeah. like no one you're taught, fed this image yeah like i you don't want to listen to your parents like no of one course. no one taught me about like like well my parents tried i never listened like about mm -hmm. like credit and about yeah. saving money totally. and about even like doing good things and like trying to be the best that you can but um, it's at that age you want someone close to your age saying mm -hmm. that rather than your parents and you kind of want someone where like it's not like a 50 year old person mm -hmm. exactly how exactly. you're saying you kind of want yeah. someone that's like that's chill and yeah. that's like you can speak to in like totally. your own tone you're not like sure. you're not filtering yourself yeah totally. um like even on that like i had a i had a question that i was thinking about on the way here mm -hmm. like if you like do you have any mm -hmm. like celebrities or like anything like that that you kind of like look up to or that you kind of look at for me well andy Fursella is a big one you know kobe is a big one tim grover is a big one um but i feel like i've never been a person to really attach to like idols like that or like to celebrities or famous people like that i'd rather look up to people in our community that are doing big things and crazy things and where i want to be you know mentally physically financially spiritually everything um like for example my my personal trainer he's freaking crazy he's, he, he lives excellence like everything that he does is excellent and it makes me want to be excellent and be better at everything that I do the conversations that we have during our sessions and everything like that shout out Romeo you're great um but yeah so just like literally it, it's just seeing that and you being around that makes you want to you know strive for better for yourself and it's not in not in terms of competition at all it's just like if he can live his life in such, you know, uh, in such like, um, 
what's the word, um, with mental toughness in being the best version of himself every single day, so can I, right? And it's, it's seeing that in other people in our community that, you know, are the same generation, same age, but not necessarily, but like in the same kind of living environment as you and they're making it work for them. It's like, okay, how can I make this work for me? Um, so I think I, I relate to that more, more so than famous people. Cause like the only reason I was asking is like mm-hmm. bringing it back to like the, the younger kids looking for yeah. someone that's around their yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing that I realized is like the only really like I would say, um, even like person that I would look up to or like that I've looked up to since I was younger would mm-hmm. be like Pac, it would be mm-hmm. like Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why is like, first of all, he has his craft, which is mm-hmm. rapping and yep. he mastered it and he, he's the greatest rapper to ever touch a mic but then on top of that then there was a vision Mm -hmm. and he was a visionary Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. some of the interviews if you haven't watched them like if you go back and watch them the things that he was saying was so ahead of his time right and then on top of everything like the the main thing that i look for just because it resonates with me a lot Mm -hmm. and even with you saying kobe and even Mm -hmm. like your personal trainer like i haven't met him but i'm sure it's like the same sort of thing it's like you have to have that swag yeah you have to have that little bit of thug in you especially for like for me like if someone's like that i'm like damn like i speak like that too totally and like pog had that swag and Mm -hmm. kobe had that kobe had so much swag Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like even like your personal trainer he must have it if he's on that level right yeah yeah, so it's just like finding people that for me it's cool it's a confidence thing right it's a confidence it's like no i i know what i'm about i know Mm -hmm. what i'm here for and i'm gonna go for it and it's like it's cool because it's like when you're growing up and you're thinking about success it's Mm -hmm. just like these white collar you know tie all the way up type people but it's like it's not like that when you when you get there it's like people that are like cool yeah and whether that's like people in the community or when you start even like your perception of what celebrities and like what like businessmen and like what you like Mm -hmm. it's like they're just cool ass people like it's not these crazy like super like straight people it's just like people that live their lives and Mm -hmm. they just do hard ass work and they work on their shit totally so like it's cool how that works and that's i think what the younger generation needs to see and that's what people that are starting a business need to see as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that it you don't have to be this like rigid boring person to be successful and not necessarily boring but like you know what i mean yeah like lacking character or lacking swag Mm -hmm. um you know i feel like yeah it gives you character Mm -hmm. at the end of the day um but yeah that's gonna make me think man (laughs) i appreciate that no no that's that's good that's good um but yeah i think that will wrap it up here yeah i think we went a little bit longer than expected. no that's okay <laughs> i love it i love it i love it when conversations flow like so organically and whatever and i told you that you do amazing at this so thank you so much um but yeah that's uh that's about it for today guys that was episode number eight um and we'll have episodes every monday uh starting you know, from today. Um, and of course, if you have any feedback, have any suggestions for us, please, please let us know. We're always trying to one up and try to try to set the standard of ourselves higher for ourselves. Um, and just make sure that we're doing an excellent job for you. And if there's anything that we can help with or anything that we can dive into, um, uh, let, let us know, slide into my DMs, always available there. Um, but make sure you like and subscribe and leave me a review uh, and we'll catch you guys next Monday. See ya.